Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 88 of the No Shame in My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana and today we're joined by a special guest. <laughs> Hello everyone, uh, my name is Kingsley Nabechi. I'm a graphic designer, illustrator and artist and uh, also the illustrator of the podcast artwork, which yes. I really, really enjoy drawing by the way. Wicked, yes. Welcome Kingsley, it's so great to have you. Great to be here. Can you tell us more about what you do? Like, you say you're an illustrator, but what's your style? How long have you been illustrating for? It's always a tough question because I I enjoy creating. And I think illustration is one of my main outlets, I feel. Um, but I initially studied graphic design. So I was sort of the typical sort of business cards and I'll design your auntie's logo for like the the, the rice business or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, I kind of I kind of just like decided to kind of get more into illustration side of things, even though my dad tried his, his best to make me become an architect like himself. Um, so uh, I, I, I think I would describe my work as more illustrative. So like portraits of people but it goes from like portraits of people to of course logos billboard campaigns football football campaigns uh animation i mean you name it uh, I've, I've done it i feel like it's been an amazing journey of just discovering all the things i like to do under one umbrella if that makes sense uh, do you come from a family of designers so my dad is an architect but my mum initially uh used to be used to work in a bank Oh, okay. Even though now she works with the elderly, but uh, both my, my sister and my brother studied, studied finance. Oh, so it's okay. like money and art in yeah, a sense. Yeah. It's like a weird mix in one household in a sense. Best of both worlds. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I guess you could call it. <laughs> yeah. What's the most recent work that you've worked on that you're like super excited? <sighs> Another about. tough question. Um, I, I enjoy, the thing is, I enjoy everything I work on. Um, I, f- I feel like if I don't, if I have a feeling like I, I won't, I won't do it. Um, but I think one of the, I'll say one of the defining pieces, I would say, is probably the Foot Locker artwork. Because I've, I've traveled since I finished it and I keep seeing it in different stores. And because it's for Foot, Lo- Foot Locker Europe, so they've put it in every store in Europe. Mm-hmm. So I've been to Paris and Stockholm and I've seen it just randomly, you know, because you're kind of traveling, but you don't think, you don't think of like, oh, I'm going to go to Paris to see my work, even yeah. though that would be nice. Yeah, but yeah. you kind of just come across it and you're like, oh, I drew that in my computer like two months ago, three months ago, four months ago. I've had messages from people like abroad and like different people, different um, sort of group of friends have been abroad and sent me pictures of it. Yeah. So it's nice. It's, what, does it's, your, what does your dad and your parents think of it? Have they walked into Foot Locker and been like, no, my son. <laughs> no, parents, I think parents is a, is a different one because it's like they, I think African parents tend to worry about you making a living first. It's like, if you show them pretty pictures, it's like, okay, as long as your bill, the bills are paid, yeah, yeah. draw whoever you want. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they just, I guess they're just happy, I guess. They just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I'm going to get into the question which I've been asking no all my guests, which mm-hmm. is, what name are you bringing to the podcast today? I'm bringing my first name, which is Kingsley. Cool. Yeah, Kingsley. Tell us more about the name Kingsley. Do you know why you were named Kingsley? The thing with my name is that the reason why I decided to bring this name is because I asked my mom, basically, I called her the other day because um, we've spoken about my name before. But there's a thing about when you get older, you kind of just tend to ask questions with more of like a demand is like tell me tell me the story of this name just like we just we just like the name it was more of like i think because i was born in italy okay um so my parents both went to sort of uni and met there and um my mom kind of mentioned that is a name that they both 
that both my mum and my dad agreed on. Um, and that meant a lot to me. But the reason, but the main reason why I wanted to bring this name is because, so being born in Italy, it was a name that kind of set me apart. It wasn't like I was called like Paolo, Giorgio, whatever typical mm-hmm. Italian name. It was like Kingsley. So it was like, if someone's talking to somebody else and they mention my name, there's no confusion with nobody else. It's literally just, just me. And I feel like that kind of uniqueness is carried through sort of different stages of my life, including now. How's it, how's it spelled? Is it K-I-N- K-I-N-G-S-L-E-Y? Okay, okay. So like when, when I go to Starbucks or whatever, they're just like, what name do you want on the cup? I say King. Oh, okay. <laughs> They wow. look at me like, what, King? I'm like, yeah, King. <laughs> do people who you, call you King? Yeah, they, uh, my friends call me Kings. Oh, okay. That's another thing as well. Okay. So it's, um, and that's, that's another reason why I wanted to use my name for my work as well, my full name for my work, because I felt like I wanted to not only carry my family's surname, but also kind of honor my first name mm-hmm. and how it's kind of felt like it set me apart. And it, not from an arrogant standpoint as well. It, it was more like of, it kind of made me feel unique. And obviously, you know, you get the king in there as well, which mm-hmm. is like, it's always kind of like a nice <laughs> nice sort of unintentional feeling do you know the meaning of it I don't actually okay. one, th- one thing I did I thought I would find out now so okay, we can discuss yeah, it yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see that let's see so um, straight off King's Meadow used as the one second uh, used as a first name since 19th, 19th century famous bearer novelist huh <laughs> you keep saying King's Meadow <laughs> I feel like that might be the... That might be the actual... But it was used... Originates in the Old English and means King's Meadow initially. It was used as a surname and as... It was used as a surname and it functions until today. You, you've been using that word set apart quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. What does, like, what does it mean to you to be like set apart? I think it's like... It's almost kind of like the importance of embracing uniqueness embracing your identity in a sense I guess identity yeah I think I'll probably use that word for me it kind of had an effect where it's like oh I feel like I feel like there's something unique about me I think I should more sort of investigate it and I think mm-hmm. art was like a a key part in that what was it like growing up in in Italy <laughs> it was um it was interesting it's like a completely different culture um but it was quite interesting and I think it's like in a sense, I feel like it's it kind of gave you this appreciation for art and stuff, you know, even though a lot of it is unconscious at the time. Mm. Um, but it's, they have they have different way of doing things, you know, even, f- for example, when it comes to the way they have a different relationship, relationship to food. You know, food kind of brings people together and stuff. Mm. And even in films, you always see the long table with, like, the grandma, the aunties, <laughs> the... The, the the friends and they're all having dinner with like a big jug of wine and stuff. Yeah. It's real. It's real. Really? I've seen it. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> um, but it's, it's I, I appreciate, I appreciate my bringing there because it's, it's giving me this different um, outlook on different things and stuff. So mm. coming from somewhere where, for example, you know, a small sort of, I guess you would call it village no, it's not a village, but it's more like a small city in Italy, which is called mm. Poggibonsi, where I used to live. Coming to like a, a, a big city, like sort of London, where there's like double deck, decker buses and stuff. Mm. And like the first one, I, the first time I saw one, I was like, wow, a <laughs> bus with stairs. It was crazy. And then I got on it and then there was all these kids from school just like talking and I couldn't understand the word they were saying. So it's almost like it, when you don't understand what people are saying, you don't understand the culture, it forces you to look at things differently. Mm. 
So you able to experience it almost kind of like a, like a student who's kind of like beginning studies, reading the first few pages of a long book and stuff. So yeah, it was like, I feel like that I bring it in Italy is kind of like, I don't know, it always stays with you. It doesn't, it doesn't leave you. And, and, you, and then you mix that with like Ni- the Nigerian aspects of it. It's like, it's like ingredients to like something crazy. <laughs> so when it comes to identity, do you see yourself as Italian, Nigerian, British? Like how do you see yourself or do you just throw away all those kind of labels and just <laughs> go with like, yeah? It's... I would say, I wouldn't say throw away, but I think it's like, they're all components of something. It's almost like a puzzle, I think. So it's almost like you couldn't see the full picture unless you put all the pieces together. Um, So it's like, it it almost kind of feels like, I'm trying to think of like a perfect example, but it almost kind of feels like you take whichever one fits in in whatever situation you're in and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know, if I find myself at like auntie's house or whatever, I'm a Nigerian person, right? Because I know the culture. But also if I'm like, if I'm like, I don't know, like if I'm in an Italian restaurant and I need to, I need the order to like do something specific with my food, then I can start babbling in Italian and then they will understand what I'm saying. But obviously to to be more serious, it's almost like um, you kind of, they're all parts of you, like I mentioned. Yeah, they're all parts of you and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Are people surprised when you just start blasting Italian? Yeah, when my mom calls me, like, cause uh, I've had friends who didn't know I, I was Italian and obviously it's weird to call them friends and they don't know, but it's not something that I scream about to people. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, my mom will call me or, or I'll run into like an Italian person or I'll be like on public transportation and someone is like on the phone talking in Italian and I've say to someone I'm with, I'm like, Oh, they're talking in Italian. And they're like, what, how, how do you know? What would you do? Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> yeah. Do you still remember the process of, I guess, learning English when you moved here? Yeah. 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 I feel like it's still going. Oh, really? I feel like, I, feel like I, I still learn words and I'm just like, what does that mean? Or I keep hearing someone say a word. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, it, it never ends. Uh, it never ends. Even though lately I've been trying to refresh my Italian because okay. um, I'm, I'm talking to a lot of the people I went to school with. So I'm trying to make sure I don't forget words. And obviously like, kind of like, even for example, English, there's slang that evolves, you know, yeah. there's certain words we don't say anymore since we, we were, you know, in times when a grime was born and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's words that we don't say now. So it's the same thing with Italian. It's like, I, I listen to Italian podcasts and I'm like, what is that word that just said? It's like uh, new stuff. So okay. it's like you're keeping up with two. Yeah. Same way, you know, I mean, I guess it's different for like Igbo and, and stuff like that. But I think it's like Italian and English is like, there's slang that's like, you have to keep up with yeah. you know, things. Do you speak Igbo? I don't know. I used to be able to. I used to, really? I used to yeah. I used to be able to understand a lot of it. And, um, but no, I don't speak it. I don't speak it anymore. But the, the weird thing about um, sort of languages is that my first actual language was English. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my first language was English, but my mom used to take me to, <laughs> to, I guess, kindergarten, you would say, but, and they couldn't understand me. So they complained to my mom. Mom was like, okay, cool. And then she taught me Italian and I forgot English. So when I moved here, I had to learn English again. So wait, so you were born in Italy. Yeah. And your mother taught you English. English. 
then they couldn't understand me. So she taught me Italian and I forgot English. So when we moved here, I had to learn English again. Okay. Yeah. So when I, when I was learning it, to kind of answer your previous question, when I was learning it again, it felt like it was something that I had already that I was getting in touch. Like it, it, was, like, it was really weird because I started to sort of be more fluent and I was like, it feels like I've done this before, in a sense. So it was like really, <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> That's so mad. So what, do your, do your siblings speak um, Italian? My sister does. My brother is, my brother is trying to be slick. I don't think he does because he was very young because okay. I'm the oldest and my yeah. sister's like in the middle and then my brother's the youngest. My brother is trying to be slick because he, I will talk to him in Italian and reply in English, but I haven't heard him speak Italian in years. <laughs> so I'm assuming he doesn't, but if you're hearing this, I challenge you to prove it to me. <laughs> When I was first, when I was first getting into design, um, especially the time I was getting into design, like maybe like more than a decade ago, there was a lot of people coming out with like different sort of, um, I think it's called them alias or like different names. Yeah. And I sat there and like, I was like, what, what name should I like use? Cause all these people had all these fancy cool names. I'm like, what? what name am I going to go with? So initially when I, when I first started, then I started designing sort of mixtape covers for like local artists and local mixtapes or whatever. My name was actually Base Graphics. So Base GFX. So if you see any old artworks and has that tag, that's me. That's also me. But then after a while, I kind of just thought to myself, I like, I like my name, but I also want to bring, I also want to bring honor to my family name. So I want to, I want to use my name um, and stuff. And obviously through, through that time, I was also working for different companies as like a day job and stuff and seeing sort of other people almost kind of taking, taking uh, credit for my work kind of reinforced that idea of, I just want my name to be on things I do and stuff. So when I started my own business, I was like, I'm just going to use my name. Mm-hmm. I was going to use my name and I just going to use it as a way to bring honor to my family, but also as a way to honor the first name that, uh, Apparently, my parents both agreed on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was kind of like a way to honor mainly my family name so I could put my surname in there. So that's why my when I tag my artwork, it has an abbreviation of my name, which is uh, actually it's got my first letter of my name, K, Nebeshi, which is, you know, my whole idea was just to bring yeah honor to my family name. Mm-hmm. Why is it so important for you to bring honor to your family name? And when did that sort of loom over your sort of like drive when did that sort of come about I think it was more of like I'm gonna do something and I'm gonna do it well so my family could be proud of me and stuff once I sort of had that chance I kind of wanted to put my my name at the forefront so the whole idea was like you know at the time was like oh if I if I'm on tv one day or if I'm like my name gets put somewhere it'll be my surname and stuff Mm -hmm. and so it was almost kind of like yes you can do all these amazing things but I wanted to be rooted in my culture because that's who I am. You know, I can't be anybody else but me. So I wanted it to be always kind of rooted to my culture. So like, no matter what happens, it's still my name, you know. We haven't spoken much about your last name and I know you're bringing your first name. Absolutely. But growing up in Italy, like, did people um, sort of stumble over your your last name or did they find it easy to say? It, it was funny. The, the first, the, the surname is funny because it's like, it's Nebecchi here, but Italians say Nebecchi. 
because of the pronunciation and the language. So mm. it's like, it depends who I'm speaking to. So it, it was, with that, I never had an issue because they will read it and say however they want to say it. And then here it will be like Nebechi. Okay, okay, so, okay. But every now and then when I hear Nebechi here, I'm like, huh, you're not from here, are you? Because it's like, <laughs> how would you read that and interpret it like that? So I'd say it's quite a unique surname as well. Do you reckon? Yeah, because I've not really seen that. As an Ibo last name, I've never... Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the expert in Ibo <laughs> culture, I'm saying. No, it's funny because sometimes, like, if, if I'm, for example, on Facebook, look like trying to go on, like, my family's Facebook pages or whatever, and I type my surname, like, a whole list of people with the same surname, I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> but, yeah. No, that's cool. We have um, a segment of the pods where we get people to share, like, language, teach us language. Okay. Or yeah anything could you teach us any phrases in italian? absolutely yeah what would you like to know what would be useful to the to the to people nowadays to know in italian thanks we'll, we'll be <laughs> tell you what um if for any of for any of you out there who like to go to italian restaurants like myself um i could teach you can i have which okay. is probably helpful because yeah. i feel like a lot of people will butcher stuff like that but can i have is posso avere posso avere and depending on what you want, so posso avere un or una, because they have like feminine and masculine. So okay. un is uh, masculine. Yeah. So it'd be like, posso avere un piatto, which is plate. Okay. Uh, posso avere una, una focaccia, I guess, which is like some of, sort of bread and stuff. Okay. So posso avere. Posso avere good. un lasagne. Una lasagna. Una lasagna. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and then if you try to say uh, please is per piacere <laughs> per piacere I know it's a tongue twisting isn't it um, per piacere per piacere there you go I love how she's like what and then she'll say it perfectly no, 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 no. even the lasagna even the lasagna bit was like yeah th- there you go <laughs> no it's because I was trying because you were doing something when you were saying it I was oh, trying yeah, to yeah. get no it's, it's, a, it's quite like a fast language yeah. and I think that's what that's another thing I had to get used to is like slowing it down when I'm speaking in English <laughs> so are your yeah. parents fluent in, in Italian they well? are yes I just love when I hear like people are fluent in the language. Yeah, it's uh, seeing it though, it will probably trip you out because it's like seeing auntie dressed in traditional and talking Italian will probably spin you. Like, <laughs> you'll be like, what? <laughs> no, an auntie at my church the other day, she was, mm. she's Yoruba and like always in her fine mm. Yoruba outfit. And she was telling me she lived in Italy for how many years and she speaks fluent yeah, Italian. I so was many. Like, what? There's, there's communities there. So many. Like, I literally ran into somebody uh, from Italy on a train the other day. And he's like, you know, when you come from somewhere else and you see someone on the train and someone pats you on the back and you're like, who could possibly pat me on the back on the underground, right? And then you turn around, you're like, oh, I haven't seen you since I was little. And it's like, yeah, because a lot of, a lot of uh, my friends or people I grew up with moved here to work oh, sometimes. So yeah. it's like, you run into people and you're just like, oh, I haven't seen you in ages. Well, it's like, fellow Nigerian here. I found you in London and stuff. So, wow. Yeah. So actually, growing up, were there the same pockets of where you grew up? Were there loads of Nigerians? Was there like... Quite a considerable amount, okay. I'd say. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's like a community. It's like, because sometimes they all work in the same, maybe factory or they work in the same place. And then you kind of get together and like um, parties or birthdays and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. Do you have any desire to move back to Italy? Not permanently, no. Okay. I would say like, I'll say one day... When I made all my money, I think I would probably just live there for like six months, drink wine, <laughs> eat eat food, um, 
and then come back here to enjoy rain. <laughs> That's what's <so> saying. <laughs> I'm joking though. I'm joking. But yeah, I think I, I think I'd probably do like six months because it's a beautiful place. Like yeah. I'm, I'm literally, um, I'm literally planning to go there maybe next month or like the following month, maybe sometime soon. But it's it's just wonderful over there. It's just really, I, I love architecture. Um, I think it's because of my dad or what my dad does. But it's like it's just, especially Tuscany, wonderful. Right, what part of Italy is that? Uh, is um, I think it's like near the top. I'm gonna double check because someone asked me this the other day. I'm not. I'm not incredibly great with geography. And where you grew up, where what part of Italy was Tuscany? Yeah. Oh, was it Tuscany? Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 cool. Yeah, so it's like almost kind of like I would say mm, middle top. Yeah. So is Tuscany a city or? A- it's like a. It's like a big place. It's like yeah, it's like a big place. Yeah, big big place with different places. So Florence. Okay. and stuff and it's, it's just wonderful it's, it's very picturesque so it's like if you for example if you go on like Google and you type like Tuscany posters or whatever and it shows you all these like pictures of like fields and high tall trees and stuff it literally looks like that really? It's, it's really really nice it's like perfect camping locations right. and like old castles and stuff <laughs> and then what part of London did you move to? Uh, I moved to North London oh North yeah North London um, even though now I live in Hertfordshire Oh, okay. So yeah. you moved out. Yeah, I moved out. Yeah, yeah, I moved okay. out. I wanted to be the artist that kind of like sits by the river with like my striped t-shirt looking like a French painter. <laughs> so I moved to the countryside. Oh, okay, cool. And it's like, but all jokes aside, I needed I needed silence. Being in the countryside is like being able to go on walks and just like, just being really quiet and being able to come into London when I do need it. It's just, it kind of works a lot better for me, I think. I feel like there was a desire to go back to that nature picturesque kind of vibe yeah. that Italy is sort of has with the greenery yeah I th- it's, it's funny you mention that because sometimes I feel like that's what I unconsciously did it's like yeah because I went to I went to uni in Portsmouth okay. as well so it's like it's like a seaside sort of place and being there because uh, I went to uni there and then I got a job with a design studio like in the middle of my uni time which is a story of his own but um, I remember just being there like after I finished uni for like, I think it's like four, almost four years. And then I didn't hear nothing while I was working. There'll literally be the sound of the, like the sea and just like people riding bikes or whatever, children playing outside. And, and I remember feeling that peace. Mm-hmm. So I think, I feel like now I've unconsciously replicated that. I was just going to make a, a link to the meaning of your name, but I didn't know if it would. <laughs> I mean, give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it seems like in all avenues of your life, you strive, or at least you are definitely like set apart from the convention. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I just, I never wanted to fight my sort of individual stuff. I never wanted to fight my identity in a sense. And, I, and obviously I know some people identify with certain things, but I just... I don't know. I feel like I, I, even as an artist, it's like a journey of finding finding yourself, mm-hmm. so you can understand what you create and who you are. So you can so you can understand who you are, so you can understand what you're creating and stuff. And I feel like it was like you know through the different stages of my artistry is almost kind of finding where and how I can make the best work possible. And uh, one of the things happened to be just living outside of London, where I can just. Just be at peace and just yeah not not to say that London is not peaceful but I think for me it's like just being sort of outside of something and actually just coming inside when I need to do stuff but then being outside and just creating what I need to create in mm-hmm. a certain different environment it kind of helps a lot and stuff mm-hmm. you know but 
If I need to be here to create work, I can find a way too. Like you give me a picture, well, like a summary of like your <laughs> perspective, which has been very helpful. Yeah, so. no, that's all right. That's Thank all right. you. Um, I guess my last question would be, what do you want the world to know about your name or names in general? If, yeah, you had one final statement. One final statement. Might not be, it might not be the answer to what you've just asked me, but I would, I would love for people to just embrace, embrace their own identity. Because I know, I think even sort of growing up, there was always a sense of like, oh, I want to be like that. I want to be like this, or I want to become this so people can look at me differently. But really, I think being older now, I look back at it, I'm just like, it's really cool to actually be sure in, in who you are mm-hmm. and actually be like, this is who I am. It might not fit in with that, this and that, but embracing yourself brings out so much in you because you're like, I'm comfortable. I can, all these things start coming out of you. All these like gifts, I guess, start coming out of you and your own individuality brings another piece to the puzzle of this thing called life and stuff. And I feel like when you think about it, if like so many people we know didn't embrace their individuality, so many inventions or things that people come up with wouldn't come out because you'd be like, oh, I'm trying to do this, like the 400th, like, or the 12th person that's done this thing that everyone does. Yeah. But because somebody decided to walk a different way, they said, oh, I've invented this thing that's helping millions of people or whatever. So I think it's like, I would kind of want to use my name as an example of that. To kind of just like, not just having a different name, but also having a different outlook. So maybe you can help other people through it stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, which is kind of what I feel like my work did because I feel like I drew a lot of brown people when people didn't necessarily do that a lot a while ago. So yeah, and I think that kind of came through my name, I think. Amazing. Your work is amazing, by the way. I don't think I've told you. Well, I mean, I have <laughs> told you because I've worked with you yeah. for the pod, but yeah. Which was, which was a, a pleasure. Um, it was a pleasure to do. And I think, funny thing at the time, um, I was doing a lot of podcast artwork. Mm-hmm. But then I remember I saw yours and I was like, I'll do this one. Because it's like, I read emails and I'm like, you know, sometimes you read something you're like, no, yes, no, yes. I read yours and I was like, yes, yes. This could be, this could be for like a pound. I'll still do it. It's fine. <laughs> Because it's like, I don't know, you can just, you can just tell people have good intentions, even through words sometimes, you know, there's a lot of scammers out there and don't get me wrong, I'm onto you people, but, <laughs> but, um, but it's like good intentions, you can see it. So yeah, I just wanted to say like, keep, keep on going with your podcast. Like I, I, f- I find it like it's funny thing that we mentioned in the indiv- individuality today, because I feel like it's, it's different concept than a lot of podcasts that I see out there, you know? So yeah, it's like, yeah, my work is cool or whatever, but keep on doing what you're doing. Thank Wonderful. You. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Welcome. Do you have any, like, where can people find you? Are you working on any new projects that, yeah, you can point the listeners to? Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram, which is Kingsley Nebechi, which is spelled K-I-N-G-S-L-E-Y-N-E-B-E-C-H-I. Um, and then I have, at the moment, uh, I'm working on my own book and my own exhibition. So my, even if you follow me on Instagram, you might not see a lot of personal work because it's all on my computer because I'm fine putting the final touches on it. Uh, I have a book of illustrations, um, which is going to be sort of a collection of artwork, which is categorized by colors because colors are a big part of my, I guess, identity. So what I've done is I've chosen a selection of colors and grouped all the artwork in the same color so I can put it in a book. And then I have an exhibition as well, which is kind of like, uh, I'm trying to think of a perfect name for it, but it's kind of more, it's to kind of honor journeys okay. in a sense. So 
is different artworks which kind of represent different stages of my journey and stuff. So a lot of them are very detailed. They're very like, they're kind of like slices of my of me and my journey. So there's two different things here. Uh, and I was actually kind of contemplating the other day or having like a, a question on Instagram is like, which one do you want first? Do you want a book or do you want an exhibition? <laughs> like which one? So like, if you so if you hear this and you have a you have a, a pre- preference, DM me, inbox me, comment, whatever. Let me know whichever one you prefer first because I'm ready to just let go of both. To be honest, so, when yeah. is it due to come out the book? Um, I've literally put in the final touches and stuff because you know when you work on like a body of work, and I guess rappers and singers can probably um, agree on this, but you come to the end and then you do something you're like oh I have an idea for something else and that'll be perfect so you're kind of constantly shifting but I've given myself a deadline maybe end of the month and um, yeah and also as well as that I also have an online shop coming out as well and I know I was supposed to launch it end of last month but I got some mugs done which I brought I brought one for you today oh, um, so you. I'm going to make sure that it's like also t-shirts and hoodies which I've done in the past and stuff so lots of things about to come out so if there's a time to follow it's probably now yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah. sweet thank you so much Kingsley no problem thank so you for having to me to speak with you and yeah, yeah thanks for the podcast artwork because it's <laughs> I, I love seeing my work go to like really good causes you know it's like you know it's like especially when you get into design sometimes you never know where your artwork is going so it's like seeing it actually it's almost kind of like, for example, it's like your creations going yeah. somewhere and then seeing like going into going to a good home. So it's yeah, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, we can. <laughs> Sweet, I think that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the No Shame in My Name podcast. Until the next time, bye. forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods